Talk Radio 77 WABC. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show where you hear everything you need to know in this one hour, the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us, God. We got Lon Augustenberg on the line. He is a retired longtime CIA station manager in Russia. He's illustrious 35 year career in the CIA's clandestine service. Hi, Lon. How are you? I don't know. What, what do we call you? Can we still call you Agent Augustenberg? Well, in the CIA, we don't call ourselves agents. <laughs> our agents are our sources, the people we recruit. Oh, see? And, I'm thinking uh, and it's we like... leave special agents to the FBI, you know. Oh, see, I'm Lon, thinking it's like a bond. Lon, what the heck is going on in Russia? It looks like they have an army that, that uh, a bunch of... Uh, what's the nicest um, way I could say it? Bozos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we've we've always known that the the, the the Russian army wasn't up to stuff, and the Soviet army was even worse. And we saw what they did in in Georgia, and it was pretty inept, and so forth. And I think the last time we talked, it was about a uh, over a month ago, just before the invasion. And, and I think I, I did mention that they're going to be a little surprised at at some of the equipment and weapons we're giving them, and how effective they're going to be against their 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 tanks and so forth. And it's been it's even better than I thought. I'm I'm pretty impressed uh, that we that the Ukrainians have been able to hold them off for well over a month now. It's 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 pretty impressive. It's just that we're not doing enough, in my view. Did Putin do a lot. Did Putin have those generals shot, or they they got killed by themselves? I think they got killed by themselves. I think they're trying to get up front, and and, and they thought, well, I, could, I don't think he had them shot because otherwise um, we wouldn't know that they were dead. I, I think this we are getting this from intelligence reports and people on the scene. But to have two lieutenant generals killed out of the seven is pretty pretty astounding to have and, um, that high-ranking people up that close that the Ukrainians can get at them. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Um, uh, Ed, Ed Cox here, you, you said that we could be doing more. What are the things that we could be doing? Well, there's a, Biden has sort of really been so cautious. I think we got to put everything on the table and make Putin sweat. I, I don't know why we can't give the MIGs at, at least and keep them in a safe place and use them. And it just makes an added threat for them to worry about. I think there's a there's a couple of additional um, anti-tank, anti-armor weapons. I think we've got to give a lot more um, drones. They need thousands of drones. They've been so effective, and we have them on hand. So I, I we've stepped it up. He said another $500 million yesterday on the call or this morning. Um, I think it's more than cash. We got to just give them a lot, a lot more weapons. How about uh, some of the? Weapons. How about some harpoons for the uh, for the exactly, Black Sea yeah. coast for Odessa? Oh, absolutely! You're absolutely right. And I, I, I think we we should give them some, you know, submariner equipment and, and sink some of their ships off of Odessa. I think that's a critical place. And uh, um, air corridors as well. I think uh, you know we keep talking about possible no flight zone, but at a minimum, a U.N. Um, humanitarian corridors, uh, including air cover, would be ju- well justified. Uh, and I think it would just put Putin further on his heels. I, um, uh, he's more and more isolated all the time. I don't think he's getting good intelligence. I think he's sweating from a whole bunch of situations. I think he's very concerned about his intel service that he came out of, the SVR, the KGB, which is now S- SVR and FSB. He's already fired his F- FSB chief, 
Um, I think that wasn't out of bad intel. I think that was just out of fear of, of manipulation behind the scenes that could bring him, um, you know, a pull him from power uh, and, and keeping the clamps on domestically. I, I think I saw a poll that his numbers went up uh, this morning, and I just laughed at it because you can't take a serious poll in Russia. I think his numbers are actually probably seriously down, and I, he's sweating. I think Biden in is pulling back on some things because he fears what Putin might do. I think Putin knows what he's going to do. He'll lie about what he's going to do, but he's going to do what he wants to do regardless. And uh, I, I think that being a little bit shy because it's by, uh, because Putin might do this or that is not where the president should be. He should be getting everything that he can to the Ukrainians who are fighting, and they're fighting for what we believe in. And we should supply oh, them with everything they need. This I, is, everything I'm getting a feeling from Biden is that he's just trying to get a ceasefire. And, and we should be out this to win it now. I mean, now the Ukrainians are showing they can win this if we give them enough support and just drive the Russians out, uh, out of the Ukraine. Now, they can sign a neutrality agreement. But in the meantime, if we can get them out of Ukraine, we can refortify them so the Russians will hesitate. A long time before they try this again. And that's what we have to stop. They have to learn that they just can't invade any country they want. And we're going to stand by and just say, okay, we're going to hurt you economically. We're hurting ourselves economically. Why should we hurt ourselves when we can do enough to win this thing? And Um, historically, every time the Russians have lost, uh, whether it's Crimean War 150 years ago, whether it's uh, the Japanese-Russo War, or whether it was World War I, or whether it was uh, Afghanistan, there has been changes in their government that could only help the West. And that starts with going back to the Russo-Japanese War, where they thought they, they attacked Japan, they thought they were going to win. That eventually leads to a revolution in 1905, and that was the precursor to 1917. So absolutely right. What I would say, Lana, and this is John Prado, is I've been very impressed with the quality of intelligence that is coming from uh, America and its allies in, in helping the Ukrainian people. And uh, and also, this is perhaps the first war we're seeing on Twitter as well, right? I mean, if we, media, right? if we want to talk about the Vietnam War was the first one we watched on TV, this could be the first one that we're actually engaged on social media. Right. And I think uh, I want to thank you yeah. as a former uh, employee within U.S. intelligence of all the great work your uh, your uh, your agency has done. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, and I, I targeted and worked against. Uh, Soviet Union, then Russia. And our, our intelligence has always been very, very good. What's really I'm super impressed with now is our ability to divulge this publicly to undermine all the efforts Putin's doing to get out this information. We're so far ahead of him and to expose and to get to the Russian people how badly um, they're they're uh, losing this this uh, uh, this war. So um, it's important that we keep keep up uh, speaking the truth sending out the intelligence we have that doesn't put our troops in danger, but yet puts, puts, makes Russia, exposes Russia even further on what they're doing and, and, and actually helping the morale and, and uh, the Ukrainian uh, fighters who are fighting for democracy, liberty, everything we believe in. Lon, um, so we've got a, we got a minute before we have to take a, a mandatory break. Okay. What would you like to tell the, the American people in that minute? Tell the world. You know, you know what well, I said to Putin, by the way? I said, if Russian intelligence is listening to this radio show, which they often do, I said, remind uh, Vladimir that look what happened to uh, uh, Saddam Hussein and look what happened to Gaddafi. 
It doesn't matter if you have $100 billion in Switzerland if you end up like them. That's right. And that you know, he should know that we have the technology and the wherewithal and the determination that we're not going to let this happen. And uh, the sooner he understands that and the sooner it pulls out, the better he's going to – that's the only way he's going to stay in power, I think. Well, Lon, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for our country and continue to speak out for our country. God bless you and God bless America. You know, John. Thanks for having me on, John. Once again, good to talk to you again, John. Thank you. You know, John, very quickly, after I hear that. Yes. That intelligence that he's talking about now was probably known before this conflict. It's amazing that we sat back and allowed it to get this far before. before Well, Governor, I'll give you my comment. They, the Russians looked at Afghanistan and what a bunch of That's exactly dumb, right. dumb crap we did. And, and I can't say other words that I'd like to say. When they saw Afghanistan, they say, well, the Chinese took Afghanistan. We might as well take the Ukraine because they're not going to do crap about it. They left Americans you behind want to know the truth, hanging Governor? off planes. That's bottom yep. line. You know? Right. Well, That's it. They, they, they were almost right. Yep. Almost right. Mm-hmm. But they, they don't have an army. Uh, Lydia, we're going to take a break. And who's coming back? We are going to have Tom Harris. He's the acting president and CEO of the uh, Times Square Alliance. So we're going to talk about getting New York back open again. And hopefully it's going to happen soon. Let's do soon. a quickie. And now we're going to take that break.